0: 131873 is the number Chris Kenny here with Friday feedback. Let me know what you thought about national politics this week. We've been talking about it a bit tonight. It's been the talk of the town all week. What did you think about the way our politicians behaved in Canberra this week? Is it a new low? I'm joined on the line now by a Liberal Senator, Linda Reynolds, who was in the middle of all this this week. She's been sitting on these committees in the Senate. She's chaired committees. She knows what this hand-to-hand combat is like. Linda Reynolds, you're about to head back to Perth. You must be glad to get out of Canberra just at the moment.
1: I will be wonderfully happy to get home tonight to Perth.
0: Tell us about your colleague, your Western Australian colleague, Michaelia Cash. Did she go too far? Did she have a brain snap, as Tony Abbott referred to it, when she threatened to drop rumours about people in Bill Shorten's office?
1: Look, my colleague, Michaelia Cash, has already addressed that particular issue herself. But what people have also got to understand is the absolutely toxic environment that unfortunately now pervades um, the the whole parliament particularly during estimates weeks. and I think this week was a new low and not only on behalf of a number of my colleagues, but also I think on behalf of the media as well because their behaviour was quite appalling.
0: Yeah, I'll just come back to that in a moment, but let's firstly deal with Michaelia Cash and finish up on that. My colleague Ben Fordham I was just chatting to on air, he suggested that what Michaelia Cash should have done was perhaps go to Bill Shorten's office, apologise directly to the young women working there and do it away from the media glare, just give that personal apology and then move on. I think there's just been that lack of contrition from Michaelia Cash that's perhaps compounded the error in the first place.
1: Look, I think Michaela has, again, been very apologetic publicly, but that's actually, for me, not the real story. The real story is what happened behind the scenes and what led up over many weeks and, in fact, many months to actually come to that point. I chaired a number of estimates at hearings um, as the chair of the Employment Committee, and I witnessed firsthand the unrelenting campaign that the Labor members and the unions mounted against Michaelia Cash. Because if you stand back and look at it, Michaela Cash is the most effective employment minister we have ever had who has actually called the unions to account in so many areas. She has worn a target on her back for many, many
0: months. It is a so tough business, and uh, Senator Doug Cameron, the Labor senator, is one of the toughest in the business. We've seen the Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, talk about how Michaela Cash was bullied. All of that uh, is, I suppose, a mitigating circumstance in a way, but in the end, surely Michaela Cash just went too far in her response. She attacked nameless women rather than her political opponents.
1: But what Doug Cameron was doing was exactly the same thing that she responded to now most people in her circumstance who have been subject to this unrelenting bullying and I think that is the right word to use and also many of the other things that she's been subjected to anybody in those circumstances I think would you know respond in a similar way or at least have sympathy with that I know because I have been subject to similar um, behavior by my ALP male colleagues.
0: Is it misogynistic?
1: Look, some of it is, but some of it is, as you just said, it is a really rough and tumble environment where you have to, all of us have to have a suit of armour on. And, you know, I had that this week. I had a senior Labor shadow minister absolutely be totally and utterly inappropriate, you know, yelling at me to the point where he was actually, you know, spitting on my face. Now, I haven't gone public with that. I actually raised that with Senator Penny Wong
0: Which senator Senator was that?
1: Well, I will leave. I won't name the person publicly, but I have raised that with Senator Wong as the leader of the Labor Party in the Senate to deal with. She's very sympathetic, and she's promised me that she will action it.
0: That's good. So Senator Penny Wong, the Labor frontbencher, has undertaken to you that she will take up the behaviour of one of her own Labor senators in regards to aggressive attacks on you.
1: Yes, which is what I think is appropriate, and she has also done that in the past because uh, Doug Cameron was forced to apologise to both myself and Senator Cash when he called a silly schoolgirls, if you'll recall, yep. um, in a Senate estimate. He also said to me, I was so stupid, he didn't know how I got my conspicuous service cross. Now, it, that is the sort of behaviour that not everybody sees, and...
0: Well, I was going to say, actually, I was going to mention for the benefit of uh, listeners that you are a former brigadier in the Army. You are one of the most senior female Army officers uh, this nation's ever seen. And now you're in this battleground, Army Reserves, now that you're in the uh, battleground of the Senate. uh, How does it compare? And how does your, uh, in that case, I suppose you're referring to an instance where your service was actually used against you, was not used as, was not respected?
1: it was, and I think it's safe to say that my experience, you know, nearly 30 years' experience in the military has uh, prepared me very well for politics. <laughs> very
0: but anyway, well.
1: But the point is it shouldn't be like that because we want more. You know, I want, I'd love to see more women coming into this environment, and while those of us there are used to it, it does nothing to encourage women to come into this workplace. Why would you?
0: Well, Senator Linda Reynolds, you did say earlier in this interview that it's a toxic environment and a new low. What is going to happen to the public's faith in politics when they look at what's unfolded in in Canberra this week?
1: Well, look, it's one of my biggest regrets, actually, that people, most Australians don't see the many wonderful things that happen every week. So this week, again, was a week of contrast. We had everything that played out in the media, but we also had wonderful things. Where you know Julie Bishop and Simon Birmingham announced that they are going to be, we are now the first country to take action against orphanage tourism. So we are leading the world on a bipartisan basis in dealing with modern slavery. A great news story, but of course, you know nobody hears about it because they, you know, they only see and hear, you know, the the friction.
0: Well, the politicians could behave in a little bit more uh, a mature and sensible way, and then we might hear the good stories.
1: Well, Chris, as you know, given your background, having media packs roaming around the halls of Parliament House um, is is toxic in itself. But also, you know, we fell to a new low Channel 9 cameraman last night, you know, filming the papers and also the screen of Senator Cash's uh, mobile phone. Now, that sort of behaviour by the media should be held to account and is completely inappropriate.
0: Indeed. Let's get Parliament House out of Canberra. Let's get the media out of the building. Let's start again, you reckon. It sounds like a pretty toxic environment.
1: But wonderful things still happen in there, Chris, every single day, and I would just love more Australians to see the really good things that also happen in that building.
0: Well, thanks for talking us talking to us, Linda, and I hope you have a chance to uh, to calm down a little and catch your breath in Perth over the weekend.
1: You too. Thank you, Chris.
0: That's Senator Linda Reynolds, a Liberal Senator from Western Australia who's been in the thick of the action this week. You heard her. She says it's a toxic environment and a new low. Our politicians and the media have really got a responsibility to try and lift their games.